0: Hello and welcome back to another episode of Stanuatu, a Survivor Vanuatu rewatch podcast, brought to you by the bittergers Network for the Survivor Offseason. As always, I'm your host Christine Palin, and we are back this week to talk about Episode Four. Now that's a reward, which first aired on October 7th, 2004. Just as a reminder, we this is a spoiler-free podcast, and that we won't be g- doing. You know, giving spoilers for who wins or who gets voted out next. But me and my guests may decide to make reference to other seasons of Survivor. Um, we'll try to kind of preface if we do that, but always check the episode descriptions. We'll put the timestamps um, anytime like a vote or a winner or anything specific is spoiled in another season of Survivor. So if you're concerned about spoilers, do your due diligence because we might bring them up. Uh, so yeah. Uh, we're here to talk about episode four, which is not the most eventful episode so far, um, but there's some really fun little moments here, Um an interesting reward, I mean, it's the title, and another boring man goes. So I mean, like, I cannot complain. Um, but I'm here joined by two lovely guests to unpack every moment, every uh, Lisa, mom, every second of Lisa singing Christian contemporary music. I don't know if I mean, we'll get to it. But I did look up what song Lisa sings. So I'm very excited to talk about it uh, with my two guests, Josh Castro and Michael LeClaire. Michael and Josh met in their undergraduate chemistry courses at the University of Pittsburgh and then parted ways to each pursue their PhD. Michael now works in biotechnology research in San Diego, while Josh is finishing his PhD in structural biology at the University of Pittsburgh. Though they live across the country from each other, they are still united by their love of drama and survivor. Welcome, Michael and Josh. Hi. Hi. (laughs) Thank you so much for coming on to talk about Survivor Vanuatu. Um, it's really, it's really cute that you guys. Because I, I knew Michael like t- from Twitter for quite some time. Like we've been mutuals for a while, and so, and I know Michael had been on Bitter Jurors. I think you you came on to talk about like Legend of Korra or something. I'd seen your name yeah. on Bitter Jurors, and so I thought of you for this. And then you're like, "Can I bring my bestie Josh on?" And I was like, <laughs> "Yes, this is so fun." Um, so, can you each kind of just whoever wants to go first, can go first. Talk about your Respective histories with Survivor, um, how you got into the show, um, and then if you could speak a little bit more on, like, you know, you guys as friends and how Survivor factored into your friendship, uh, whatever you want to talk about on that subject.
1: Okay, I guess I'll go first. Um, mm-hmm. So I got into Survivor, it was right after Ko Wrong aired because I remember I was like about to leave for grad school and I was complaining about Big Brother to Sam and Derek actually. And they were like, oh, well, you know, Big Brother sucks, you should go watch Survivor. And so they gave me like a long, non-linear list of all the Survivor seasons to watch. And from what I remember, Vanuatu was actually like one of the first ones that I watched, like probably like first five seasons. So this is like very, I think, fundamental in my Survivor upbringing. So it's really cool to be able to like be here and talk about it.
2: Yeah. And then um, I first watched Survivor as a kid. I watched the first season with my family. After that, I kind of like steered away from it. But I remember being very like engrossed in it the first season. And then recently during the pandemic, my um, my roommate really got into Survivor. He watched Winners at War, and then he went back and watched the older seasons. And just like living with him, I ended up sitting on the couch. And then like I was exposed to Parvati for the first time, and I was like, "Yeah, no, this this is for me." <laughs> and, like similar to Michael, like I tried because I was watching a lot of Drag Race, I wanted more TV, so I tried Big Brother, and I was like, "This is this is too long. I can't do this." So the got on the Survivor and just like over the past year and a half, two years, we, I have just been going through season after season. And actually Vanuatu is one of the most recent seasons that I watched. So it's actually good timing. Like I just finished it as my, uh, Michael texted me. So it was a, uh, it was pretty, it's pretty cool.
0: Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I think Michael I'll mention that, but I've forgotten that. So very serendipitous timing. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're both, you would both consider yourselves fans of this season without, you know, it's commenting too much about um, the, what goes on later. You, I, you both, because I don't want to assume everyone loves the seasons come the podcast, but it sounds like you I, are.
1: No, I love it. And I had actually rewatched it. I don't know, probably six months ago anyway, just kind of like, oh, I love this season. Let me revisit it. So then now I'm revisiting it again, again.
0: <laughs> As yeah, you should.
2: I, I love the season. You could actually just strip the season of all the challenges and all the votes and all the men and just like put all the women into a tribe for. Uh, 30 days let me just watch them be roommates together and i would (laughs) would still love it
0: the way we can save modern big brother is just put the entire uh tribe in the big brother house and just see what happens
1: yes i also think we could use more volcanoes on big brother too but that's absolutely i think that's different
0: Absolutely.
2: I love every episode just beginning with just like a volcano eruption or smoke. I'm like, okay, we're setting the tone for this.
1: (laughs) Well, especially, I don't know, not, I guess this is starting to delve into the episode a little bit, but I love the B roll of volcanoes erupting like right before something, some sort of fight breaks out at Yasser. It's always so entertaining to see like what they sort of pop in there from the, you know, what wildlife footage, but this season we have the volcano footage.
0: I mean, yeah, I I have to imagine that was like a big sell on like why they wanted to do this, you know, do Mm -hmm. Vanuatu is like, well, we got like literal volcanoes here.
2: It's like, do you know anything else about the island? Absolutely not. But there's a volcano. All right, (laughs) we're going. Set up shop.
0: So yeah, we we do uh, start this. Do we start this episode like with a volcano? Mm -hmm. That's why Mm -hmm. you brought it up.
2: The The, the embers are burning.
0: (laughs) So I would like to take this time to, so that we open up with uh, the aftermath of the Mia vote. uh, And I would like to take this time to say that Eliza does listen to the podcast. Um, Hello, Eliza. Um, Hi, Eliza.
2: I love your hat. (laughs) I love you. Run for Senate. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> <laughs> and um she did dm me a bit about like listening to last episode um because we had mentioned we were like trying to figure out like what the younger women expected to happen at the mia vote um because they were so shocked but it was like seemed that at best they were hoping for a tie so we like thought they they were planning for a tie and like someone flipping on the revo but eliza is like Adam and she's like I was not going to let a tie happen so she's pretty sure they weren't expecting a tie and she also confirmed there was no inkling that Lisa was gonna flip like absolutely none Lisa like swore up and down that she was with them so they were like truly truly shocked um she's so yeah Eliza wasn't 100% sure last week she updated me about it It was like she wasn't 100% sure what they were expecting but she's pretty sure the, the younger women thought one of the older women was going to flip with them and vote out Twyla but she wasn't positive. So yeah, I will update if we get any more um, updates on on uh, Mia Gate, on Lisa Gate. Um, but they, yeah, there was absolutely no inkling that Lisa was going to flip. And uh, this is why when we get to tribal when we get to camp i we like open up like in the middle of the fight it's like in media res like it seems like eliza's like (laughs) (laughs) mid-sentence
2: that's exactly what i noticed too like production was like probably scrambling. like turn the cameras on right now it's happening (laughs) it's like this is the
1: best we got this half sentence let's go yeah not only the arguing but also we get a lot of like iconic eliza faces of her just like reacting and doing her eye thing oh i love it i really love it
0: Yeah, because they aren't allowed – it's my understanding they aren't, like, allowed to talk when they're, like, going to and from tribal. And so they're, like – like, I just – this is one where you can just sense it. Like, it has been, like – they have been waiting, like, however long it takes them to get from tribal to their camp to have this conversation. Eliza, like, couldn't even wait. So the, the discussion is immediately, of course, like, Lisa flipping. They've clearly deduced that Lisa flipped because at first they were very confused and at some point is just like it is what it is like she and then just tries to like this is a really bold play by lisa to just like completely blame eliza for like flipping on like she's like i only flipped because you flipped last night
2: (laughs) right she was she was just like she's like you know what eliza it's
1: because of you i'm just like okay let's do this like when she shouts you had the nerve at eliza i was just like I'm just obsessed with Lisa. I'm in the Lisa stand camp now.
0: Yes.
1: Like, oh my God.
0: Like, okay, so I've never played Survivor, but I have played a lot of orgs um, where I have like, you know, I'd always try not to like be in this kind of a hot seat before, but like, I feel like it's normal, a normal response to like when you flip and you piss people off is like, Like, there was a way Elisa could have framed this. Like, I felt really uneasy about, like, what happened last vote, and I really wanted to make sure I was in the majority here. Like, I think, like, that makes sense. So, But she just, like, takes it one step further, and it's just like, no, actually, this is all your fault. This is solely, like, let's bring, like, hey, everyone, remember when Eliza flipped? She's the real villain here. (laughs) Yes. And, and then at uh, some
1: point she's talking about oh I'm not going to be confrontational very <laughs> confrontationally it's, like, they're it's,
0: already yelling.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God.
0: And the best line, I think, of the episode, which I completely forgot about, I laughed out loud, is Scout's, like, not saying a word this whole time. Like, none of the older women are saying a word uh, other than, like, you know, Lisa identifies as younger woman, but she's now, uh, you know, changed her leeches back to the older woman. Anyway, Scout just gets up after saying, like, not a single word and says, my environment is a little polluted here. I'm going to bed. <laughs>
2: It's iconic. It's it's that's that's something I'm gonna end up saying all the
1: time in real life. <laughs> I now that, I, that I that I rewatched the episode recently. <laughs> Scout, I, she just is the gift that keeps on giving. She's just I she, I find her like a really fascinating character because she's so she's so sweet and so like unassuming sort of on the outside, but then she obviously she has a lot going on behind the scenes in terms of like her social game and how she's like navigating the camp, mm-hmm. and. I don't know. I don't. I just it amazes me how she can be in this like really tense situation and just say, "All
0: right, I'm not dealing with you all. Goodbye." Like I'm no, I'm gonna go to bed. Like y- y- you guys, good luck. <laughs> but, like this <laughs> isn't gonna affect me. Like,
1: <laughs> and then like Twilight tries to give a little pep talk about like tribe unity. Like Twilight really all <laughs>
0: No, I love that little speech. She's like, we're we're gonna like we're gonna be united. Um, and then it cuts immediately to Lisa saying, you know, I'm with the older woman. Eliza repulses me now. It's like so again, just so strong and such a bold thing for the person who like just like fucked over her alliance to be like I like really admire it. It's like so. You the solution is just. Uh, like, if someone's so committing to
2: the bit; they're committing to the bit, and you just have to respect them for
0: it. No, she's like, "All right, like." like we mentioned last episode like lisa when the votes came out looked very like steve urkel like mm, did i do that but now she's like no i didn't do that eliza, eliza did that, did that. <laughs> eliza is
1: the source of all the trouble at this camp
0: like you have to imagine on the walk back from trial, she's like god how am i gonna spin it and she just like looked over at eliza and was like there we go there's my target <laughs> god yeah it's just i just have so i would love to get lisa on the pod i have so many questions for her like so many and then we cut to so we get this whole scene with like lisa being like fuck eliza i hate her um and eliza calling lisa a bitch like you know the women are not doing well um or i would say they're doing very well um but the girls are fighting um And then we cut to the men, because the men have also just had a tribal, which was... I forgot they had a tribal. Um, John P., um, who I call Scary John, went home. And uh, Rory once again caught votes last tribal. And he's, like, completely unbothered by getting votes. And Chris is like, you know, we're good, we're good. And then Brady... So Brady's, like, says something that's just, like... He's like, God, this sucks. All the young guys with great personalities are getting voted out. I'm sorry.
2: That was very bold. <laughs> I don't yeah. know if it's anyone else, but at least with the men's tribe, especially with like, uh, like Brady and one of the Johns, it's like I had to keep googling them today. Mm-hmm. Mixing them up, like I'm like, which one's which again? Like everyone just looks like they're like paired with a time lapse version of themselves in this tribe. <laughs> I'm just like, I can't keep them straight. I'm just like, yeah, sure. You guys all have really memorable personalities. Yeah, just, no,
1: it's really especially because I have I always keep the subtitles on on Paramount Plus and the old for the old seasons of Survivor just entirely covers up their Chiron So I'm always just like, I don't know who's talking right now. I just I'm gonna just go off the vibes and just hope I know who it is.
0: Yeah, like, to me, like, again, like, episode two, I fully confused Brady and John P. in my notes, like, like, and I, I of course, we're like, this is an edited season of the show, and, like, also, like, all of these, every person who plays the season is the main character of their own game, and so I'm sure for like Bryce he's like, "I'm fucking great. Why am I getting screwed over?" But like, it just does not line up with what we've been seeing, which is like Rory is by far the most interesting person on the men's tribe at this point. You know, Chris is in the action, even Sarge. Like, I like, I'm not a Sarge fan, but he's like involved in conflict, and 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 you know, Travis is we love baba oh, yeah. like Bubba. it's just like it's just like the men are just like the young men are just like on the bottom and like complaining about it <laughs> and like yeah. that's like kind of all they are doing in mm-hmm. our eyes yeah
1: i think john Kay says something about like letting the fat dudes run the show which i mean anyway but um at some point brady is talking about in this little segment i mean so this is after he like shakes a tree and a coconut falls on his head which was very funny it was very animal crossing But Brady's like out there fishing and he's talking, he says, I wrote this down. He says, it seems the only fish dumb enough to get hit by the spear are the small ones, which is kind of funny when like John's there complaining about the fat dudes running the show and Brady's talking about the dumb little fish and it's like the younger dudes are the dumb little fish that Mm -hmm. are getting hit by the spear.
0: Yeah, they're getting outplayed.
1: (laughs) I did feel bad for Brady when he was fishing.
2: I feel like at least it focuses a lot on like, which is what I like about the older season survivors. Just like they're focusing on them like trying to survive together and like all the infighting. And I I did feel bad for Brady. Like he was actually trying to fish. Like everyone's just like, this isn't good enough. These are too small. And I'm like, okay, damn. Like you go fish. Like you guys didn't even offer, at least from what we've seen. I feel bad. So Brady gets to that one point in my book, like he's trying.
0: <laughs> okay, Brady, defender. No, Brady, like he is a fed, but like at least he's trying to provide.
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh, I forgot that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Well, we like in episode well, episode one, uh, me and Jude uh you know, said perhaps he's not a real. I don't know if I think he's a real federal agent. I don't know. Let's discuss. Do we think he's a real federal agent? I don't know. Well, maybe
1: like I don't know. Maybe he's like IRS federal agent or something. He's <laughs> not like, you know, he's not out here like trying to apprehend air- criminals. I'm doing heavy air quotes right now, but he's, he's like I don't know he's some like there. lower lower rank one or something. I don't know what he's doing now. I didn't bother to look that up. Yeah,
2: I tried to like not look up people's jobs because I like I like want to have like a blank slate on everybody. <laughs>
0: Yeah. yeah, I figured I needed to bring it up now because I was like, oh, this would be a fun segment to do every episode. Do you think f- Brady's actually a fed? But he gets voted out here, so this is the last time I can do this segment, sadly. Um, sadly? <laughs> no, thankfully. <laughs> yeah, no, wonderful. no, no. Let's be clear. <laughs> no, I love Brady. Like, he's my favorite. Um, <clears throat> uh, <laughs> so, yeah, Brady f- does not – I just say he catches the world's tiniest fish. It's not looking good for him. And we cut back to the women as they're getting tree mail. And I need to draw attention to this because they get tree mail and they walk and then they see a rainbow. And Amy's like, a rainbow. It means we're going to win. And this is just a very powerful moment to me uh, because, I mean, they do win. They win twice in a row. And I would just like to, you know, gay rights. Yeah,
1: exactly. Gay rights.
0: so the the reward challenge is i really like this roller challenge this always makes me think of in fiji they do this in fiji yep. when L- lisi like runs and eats shit like just like comically flops over and i was like kind of hoping it's like maybe that happens here and i forgot but no it's only lisi in fiji
1: i literally just watched fiji like two weeks ago so that's like very very fresh in my mind and i was really loving the parallel with that here
0: <laughs> yeah, so sadly like we don't get any like iconic face plannings, but this is the challenge, the reward challenge where we get like it's basically just a memory game, the pairs of several different like Vanuatu cultural items, like stuff related to the local local uh, culture, and uh, you just have to you know match them up, and then whoever wins gets <laughs> wins. A man named Da, um, who's a local two tribesman, and they get to take him home and he will, like, uh, cook and hunt for them. And uh, this is, we'll talk about, let's wait Let's wait to talk about Da, because this is an interesting reward. Da. This is, a, we love Da. We love this Da. Is a, this is, a, <laughs> I have a lot of thoughts about this kind of reward. Um, but yeah, so they're all very stoked about this because they're all, you know, like, we don't have enough food, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I don't really have a ton of notes on this challenge, other than the men like really suck. <laughs> so I was gonna, uh,
1: yeah, I was gonna say, I is the strategy for this challenge
0: like especially when the the
1: women have such like a lead over the men. I would think the men would almost want to like tank it by almost mm-hmm. like you know pick an unknown one, and if you don't know where the match is, pick a known one. Yes, just so that the women don't get that match, but they don't seem to even consider that possibility, and they just kind of blindly. Move forward and give the women like a four point lead.
2: I think what's also kind of hard about this challenge too is it's like it's a memory game, but there's no grid to it. It's just like tables that they just like yeah. randomly thrown out. And it's like I think that would be so hard for me to at least try to figure out. It's like I need a grid system.
0: Just, yeah, like, I had this. I had the same thought about like if you're like behind, you just like tr- like kind of like lock into like a known choice to at least like force them to tra- choose something unknown and then you can like maybe turn it around on them but yeah they don't even try it at all it, and it's like so much of it the early s- challenge is luck and so it's just kind of like once you get a little behind like you know there was only so much you can do but th- they don't you know you know, play defensively at all um, I my <laughs> one note is Le- Amy who gets the grapefruits is Eliza Eliza gets the Eliza grapefruits gets the grapefruit. Amy says nice grapefruits <laughs> 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 Amy's feeling really inspired by that
1: rainbow. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I have a clip of this on like I have like a bunch of like like on my phone like various fanowatchu like clips like the rainbow one, um, one coming up in a future episode. they're very excited. They're mostly Amy clips, so yeah. Say. Um, but yeah, there's nothing, nothing too exciting about the challenge other than nice grapefruits, and then Lisa gets to score the winning point and has a huge celebration. She this very like. Big cheer! I'll have to post a picture on Twitter when, because like at the start of COVID, as I mentioned, I'd had like a uh, Discord. uh server where we were rewatching old season of survivor and we rewatched watched at one point and this the lisa cheering was an uh, an, an emote we used a lot um, <laughs> so i i when i saw her do it i was very much like leonardo DiCaprio pointing at the tv like she did it <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah the, um, uh, i don't know i feel like jeff could have hazed the men a little bit more in this challenge because they were just they just really did so 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 poorly and mm-hmm. jeff was just too nice about it just only here to
2: haze the elderly women with <laughs> missing body parts. Yes, yeah. <laughs> like, that's why he gets his check for. That's why he wakes up in the morning.
0: <laughs> like Scout didn't mess up, so he had nothing to he had nothing to yell about this time. <laughs> 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 so they, yeah, the women win. Um, they uh, the because women, the women didn't win last episode because it was the men win reward last episode. So they're back. The women are back at it. They done well early in the season, and then they're they're back at it again. Uh, And they win Da, so they get this, uh, you know, local tribesman Da, comes back with them. This is, I have really mixed feelings on this twist, on this, like, we're kind of, I I love the way it plays out, but it was, like, in the first episode of the podcast, we talked a bit about, like, the opening of the season kind of hitting very weirdly, and, like, from, like, a colonialist, like, perspective, and, like, the kind of, like, savage native, like, idea, um and you know doesn't mean with like we're like canceled survivor but it's like hmm, it's very interesting that this was so compelling to like white american audiences and it continues to be um and i on the one hand i really like this this kind of reward because um i like the the re- i think it's important for survivor to remind the audience that like people live here like this is not like a, like an amusement park where we just are sending people to like do little goofy challenges like and also like when you're seeing people struggle to eat it's because they don't know how to work the land and like so when you do see someone like da like no like he's a, he's so skilled and knowledgeable and it's like you know people who live in Vanuatu aren't struggling aren't suffering they they, they have their own way of life that you know the you know mostly white americans being you know shoved onto this island don't know about so i really like it as that kind of like people live here this is someone's land this isn't just a place where we film this show and it it is you know there are ways you can live here and, and thrive but it does like kind of border on that like performance and like spectacle and it's just like I don't have an answer to like how like Sir Everett can appropriately kind of execute something like this. And I always wondered, like, does he get paid? Like, there's just like a lot of interesting things that come up.
1: Yeah. And I could have sworn that on some seasons, don't they get some sort of like um, almost like at their orientation, some sort of like guide on like what foods they can eat. I wonder if they got like if they get like less on these seasons where they do these sort of rewards. Mm hmm. Forget that's something right if Eliza's right. listening,
0: if she wants to yes. <laughs> tell me, because <laughs> I'm curious. I wonder because like, I knew they now they do typically get like a book that's like, don't eat yeah. this and eat this,
1: yeah. But, but then like, you it know... seemed like they
0: didn't know that like a lot of that stuff was there,
1: right? When Lisa's, you know, I wrote this down, Lisa says, Oh, sugar cane, <sighs> and she sounds like exactly like Amy Sedaris,
0: <laughs> she does. <laughs>
1: But between, I like, never. that, like, the leaves, I don't know. I feel like that, the, especially, like, those leaves seem like they would be, like, very identifiable from some sort of, like, uh, book pamphlet thing. So, I don't know.
0: Yeah, because I, I didn't, I was wondering about that, too. Because it's, like, oh, much to think about. Because it's, like, it would be, like, if you're going to do a reward like this, it would be, like, beneficial to have it really be, like, wow, look, we, all this stuff we didn't know um but then also like since like producer like that is like production and like i'm assuming like you know cbs like they're deciding what goes in that booklet they can mm-hmm. like intentionally like leave things out they're obviously going to put in the stuff like don't eat this this is dangerous right but they could right. leave stuff out so it's like make them suffer a little bit <laughs> like it's so it's right. like and they so, could I, be working no, on so very limited bit. knowledge there was a lot
2: of food that they found yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like honestly the whole time i was watching i was like this is like those, is it cake memes? Except for the entire <laughs> island is edible. It's just like, Daw would like, he would pull up, root, that's food, that's food, that's food. I was like, oh my God, this is nuts. Oh
1: and then when, when they were like out in the like ocean carrying their torches, like, so, I don't know, because definitely some of it is the, you know, identifying the food, but some of it is also the, just the, the survival tactics, you know, how to open up a coconut successfully. When to hunt for fish and crabs in the ocean that, you know, I could understand
0: them not putting in a book. Mm-hmm. That could be something like, you know, like the folks at, you know, CBS and Survivor didn't even know, like, you know, right, when the best right. time. And that's something they're not even like privy to because they don't have that, like, you know, no down cultural knowledge or like lived experience.
2: Yeah. They, or they just only cared about the volcano and they <laughs> care about living at <laughs>
0: the They're like, oh, I guess people live here. Yeah, bring them in. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, it is like, I do appreciate this this reward. I love Da. Like he's it's it's so incredible to watch him work because this is just where he lives. Like like we can I we don't know exactly where he lives, you know, and like in like in relation to our campus. But like yeah, people live here. They like have lives. This is very normal for them. Um, but again, it kind of like I just like have a little tension with like the performance aspect of it. Yeah, like just having this like like in like non-white man like kind of like performing like survival for like this om- almost exclusively like white women um it's just interesting it just i don't know much to think about like i just want to like raise that it's like as we watch this we should watch it like critically and be like hmm, what kind of narratives does this play into about like the native and like mm-hmm. the civilized um you know american interesting uh love da love da in the middle do you have anything else to say about that because we do have cut to the men in the middle of this yeah I
1: forgot that we cut to the men I really <laughs> truly <laughs> forgot um, that we cut to the men
2: should we just like do all the da moments now but yeah
0: we'll do we'll do the, this is the da segment um,
2: I do love it. when we're departing and then like <laughs> this 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 moment is like what sells me on loving this episode <laughs> so much it's like it's it's just like the music's gone there's no sound effect. You only hear like the light splashing of Da rowing out to sea. And um, the women are just dead silent. And then you just like slowly going. The camera's not cutting. And then you just hear, bye, da And then they're <laughs> hugging, they're crying. They look the camera cuts to um, I think it's Twilight and Amy, like just like like hugging in the background. And I was just like, Wow, this this was like a life-changing moment for these women. It was was just so beautifully done and like edited. I was just like, it's funny and it's sentimental at the same time. I'm obsessed with it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, especially I that has to be the man that Amy loves the most in this world. Like, hands down. No other man (laughs) comes
0: close. You know, like like Oh, so yeah. This goodbye is like so intense. Like they've known him. He was there for like twelve hours. (laughs) Like, but like you understand if you're like starving and like struggling. He makes their bed more comfortable. Like it's just like he's given them so much that they can't even like like. Like I can imagine how much of a morale boost that is and it makes them emotional. So emotional that Lisa starts singing. Um, she leads them in a sing-along and I was like, what song is this? I looked it up. It's a Christian contemporary like pop song from the early 2000s called Blessed or blessed by Rachel Lamba. I looked at, I like listened to the lyrics and like typed them into Google as like, they were singing them. It's like not. So I grew up like going to a Christian school. So I was like very familiar with like the Christian contemporary music of the early 2000s. I've never heard of this song. This is like not like, it was like, you know, number one on on the Christian contemporary chart. Um, but like this is like not like a super like super famous song, so it's just like like she sings this, and they all just like sing along. Like they clearly don't know the song. Like they're just like sure, we'll sing this. It's, like it's so power. Like Lisa's power.
2: It's just like you know yeah exactly the power of being like really into the niche underground Christian rock scene has really like set
1: <laughs> her up for this moment. <laughs> I wonder what was like, going through Eliza's head at that moment.
0: Like, yeah, like, I would love to know, because it's just like, had she, well, she had sang in, like, the first or second episode, and I was like, yes, because, like, when a woman sings on Survivor, you know she's about to deliver incredible mm-hmm. content. Oh, yes. Um, And I forgot that she sang again here, and I was just like, how much did Lisa sing? When, did they know this? Did she, like, teach them this song in a secret scene, like, where they just, like, you know, was a very spur of the moment. I'm just, like, really obsessed with it because it's such a random song. <laughs> and, like, so Christian that, like, I, like, have, like... Uh, I, I don't know what I would do if someone tried to, I was on Survivor and someone tried to make me sing that song. <laughs> I
1: just feel like... Uh, Join in, sing along louder. I don't know. Anything to fit on, in. That
2: happens a lot on Survivor. There's, like... A- Kudos to everybody and what they believe, but, like, whenever the, everyone's praying and doing the Christian songs,
1: a lot of times they're like, I don't know what I would do in this situation. Like- <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, Very Sophie in South Pacific. Yes. <laughs> yes. Exactly.
0: She is the poster child for that experience. <laughs>
1: yes. I've never felt more
2: seen on television. <laughs>
0: So, yeah, those are our DAW segments. DAW rose off into the sunset or to the sunrise. Um, And then our segments with the men... Uh, during this, you know, before the immunity <laughs> challenge, uh, the men are really, really bummed they lost, because they're like, we don't have food, we're starving, this sucks, and we get a really sweet Bubba moment, where Bubba's like, I miss my wife and kids, like, I'm like, he carves their names into his torch, and it's really sweet, and then Rory's basically just like, you gotta suck it up, dude. <laughs> Rory you're,
1: you're
2: weak if you keep saying you love your kids out here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> God. Rory, I, I really love Rory. The more I watch him, the more I'm just like, oh, just, yeah. he just, I think he really, he, I mean, he definitely knows he's not on the in with most of the men on the tribe, but he does not care. He just does what he wants. And I really love that. I think yeah. And, like he alludes
2: to that too. He says, like, we got our five, we're good. And like, that's, I think he says something like that. Mm-hmm.
0: So. Yeah. And like, I also like that Bubba here is the first one to say, like, he thinks Rory's kind of misunderstood. Mm-hmm. um and i think that's a good way to describe rory like he keeps getting like blamed for being an outcast and like for like not trying but it's also like as we've, i've mentioned in previous episodes with my guests like he also like he's be- he was kind of treated like an outcast from the get-go he's the only person of color on his tribe he's the only like only black person on the whole season like he had a lot going against him and like there he's on a tribe with big personalities like Sar he's on the tribe with fucking sarge like of course like there's gonna be conflict when like you have a literal like drill sergeant on the tribe, like wanting to order anyone around, and like God forbid Rory not want to be like ordered around and like have to justify his whereabouts all the time. This is even be- you know before idols. Like it's not like he's like you need to know where someone is so you know they're not idol hunting. It's like who the f- like Rory. It's like I I think it's really fair to say he's like misunderstood. Yeah, like he doesn't clearly doesn't get along with everyone. He kind of grinds people's gears, but like he's just who he is. <laughs>
2: No, I agree. He's definitely the he's definitely been like the redeeming um, parts of watching the men's tribe for me. At <laughs> least I, I do enjoy him on my television.
0: Yeah, like the mini like kind of conflict we continually get with him and Sarge in these first few episodes. Like I'd forgotten like that. That was actually kind of a fun like storyline at this point in the game.
1: Yeah, their bickering is entertaining. I wrote in my notes, I wrote, uh, what are their signs? I have to know.
0: <laughs> oh, let me check. I will find out. Um,
1: okay. Taurus and Taurus.
0: Okay, so Rory well, is Oct- October 30th. What's that?
1: Uh, Scorpio.
0: Okay. Ooh, that makes sense. Okay. Sarge is, Um, hold on. Sarge was born uh, March 28th. So he's an Aries. Oh, okay. 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 Interesting. Interesting. Tracks, um, I think. I yeah.
2: Every time astrology comes up, I hope I can just fake my way through it. I, I well, way.
1: <laughs> you know, while we're on the topic, do we want to address the elephant in the room?
2: M- M- Michael and I are born on the same day, and we're both Tauruses.
1: And Christine too. We're all oh,
0: little April oh twenty first babies. I, don't I forgot. Wait, I forgot because we even like know that. we like planned this so long ago, and you had mentioned that you're like his birthday is also April twenty first. Oh my god, we are all April twenty first Tauruses. As, what are your What are your moon signs?
1: Uh, Leo,
2: Sag- Sagittarius, Gemini, and then my rising is Virgo.
0: Libra, oh
1: Capricorn rising.
0: Okay, so we've got a little little variety there, but oh my god, April twenty first horses—that's so. Oh my god, I completely—you told me about them. I completely (laughs) forgot. Thank you for the reveal, like in the middle of the episode. Well, yeah, really sat on that one. (laughs) (laughs) Like the girls got all. We had to. We
1: had to have something to spice up the men's tribe. You know, (laughs) let's bring it back to us.
2: (laughs) Yeah, the men are on. Okay, I want to talk about myself again. Yeah, let's let's put the gay people in the room instead
0: of the the men. (laughs) <laughs> oh my god that's so fun April 21st okay Ooh, I'm so happy Um, Rory tries to use the Hawaiian sling Um, I was like I wasn't pulling for this to happen to Rory because I didn't want it, him to like that would have sagged but like I feel like the storyline of Survivor of like people like losing the Hawaiian sling is like a recurring theme mm-hmm. and I couldn't remember if he did or not I was kind of pulling for him to do so because I just think it's a really funny thing whenever that happens every single time it's great <laughs> yeah, like I think it happens on Pearl Island like someone loses on Pearl Islands I think I think I can't, so
1: I don't know I guess I, I have to go and rewatch Pearl Islands to figure I it see out I feel like Lil oh,
0: messes up something Lil like loses something I can't remember but like it just like, every time someone like loses the wine slang because it seems like it'd be very easy to lose yeah and then um, Brady was also telling him like oh don't you know break the point so I was like oh no mm-hmm. Rory don't break the point don't break the point
1: <laughs> don't give them any like fodder to use against you
0: but then they like criticize him. They're like, "God, Rory's like getting seashells for his kids. It's like that's really like, sweet. That's like really
2: cute and nice. Like if my dad like went to an island and he thought the whole time out of this stressful situation, it's like I'm gonna bring home my son something from this island. Like, this is amazing.
0: And it's like it's like the same thing last episode when they were like." fuck Rory not helping with the like the 10 dudes doing the shelter like how dare he like go get food it's like who cares if he goes get some shells like unless you're like actively doing something you need his help for it's just like the like the like the men's camp like the work culture at the men's camp needs to be reformed we need to like we need a union in there we need yeah, we need them. We need to bring down Sarge well, and improve the working is, conditions.
1: First thing is taking out the Fed. Then we start the union.
0: Yes, <laughs> that's the only it's only possible once once Brady's out of the game. Then we'll we'll unionize the men's camp, <laughs> and then they'll be allowed to take as many walks to get oranges and get as many seashells uh, for their children as possible. <laughs> but it just feels like everyone again is looking for reasons to be like fuck rory that dude. again there are legitimate reasons like i'm he's i'm yeah people's personalities are clashing but it feels so petty meanwhile like bubba's complaining about like the
1: plantains and that's fine that's okay Mm -hmm. you can complain about the food that you have but when rory tries to find food it's not okay like Mm -hmm. come on
0: yeah And it's just, like, all in service of this very, like, weird idea of, like, the group. Like, the group needs to work together. The group needs to always be sitting at camp together. They don't even even do that successfully. They're
2: all in, like, a very toxic relationship right now.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I, I, I think, and this is maybe one of the better parts of Vanuatu, is, like, there's so much, like, discord in both camps. I mean, obviously with the women, like, in that explosion in the beginning of the episode but then they like really come together as a team for all the challenges versus the men they just cannot get pull it together mm-hmm.
2: yeah i think that's what makes this episode so good is the contrast like you watch the women start off in like the chaos and then it's just like daw changes their life they're singing <laughs> they're crying they're hugging cut to men we hate each
0: other <laughs> uh, so yeah once again rory misunderstood beppo was right um and Rory and Sarge, this this clash continues. Uh, and it's this con- this clash continues into the immunity challenge. And uh, this is where the men's conflict really comes to the center stage of this challenge. It's a great challenge. So, the this is the this challenge is like it's another matching game. They were really on the whole matching thing this episode. <laughs> um, and but this in the you know they they have all the tiles and there's different you know like no color can be in the same row or column like no like symbol what can be in the same row or column. anyway there's like specific there's one like solution to this puzzle basically it's survivor sudoku basically yes exactly I'm right thinking of it survivor sudoku and but there's like a caller. there's someone who can see the whole thing um, and it's like you could do this without that person but it adds like, like an like, interesting. you like absolutely do this like if you just can coordinate but it adds an interesting like dynamic of like this is the designated person but like there's nothing stopping everyone else from solving it on their own and we see this play out with both of them but the men it really derails them so rory is the caller for the men and Eliza's is the caller for the women
1: what was the last challenge it was was it last episode or the last time they had a caller? it was the blindfold challenge who was episode
0: the- episode two scout and sarge yeah
1: Cause then wasn't, who was yelling, who was yelling at Rory in this challenge?
0: Sarge. Well, like everyone.
2: Everyone was being so snippy with Rory. It was making me so mad. Rory's like, okay, we gotta do this. All right. And then I think it was Brady. He was like, yeah, all right. Like, he was like mad. <laughs> like he was getting your yeah. in the, the collar. I was like, I don't know what you want. I and mean, then Eliza. Yeah. Eliza. Oh, queen. She like. She she had it down. She was
0: ready. She was like, yeah. "I'm not going back to tribal, not again."
2: Like I was nope. about to get up in my living room, listening to her, and like start like fixing a puzzle. Nope. Like I felt that commanded.
1: I was, I was. They were starting the challenge. I was, I was typing like, "Oh, like I would be so good at this challenge. I already know how to do it." And then Eliza immediately is like, "Okay, you put the colors on one diagonal, and you put the shapes on the other diagonal, and we get it to work." And then they just like do it. Yeah, it's too lawyer, right? Is she she a was a
0: she. Yeah, she's yeah. She's a defense attorney now, and at the time she was in uh, pre law school. Um, Dude, that makes pre-law. sense.
2: The LSATs and everything like that aren't those like all puzzles? Like she was probably like, I've been training for law school and Survivor at the same time. Is the
0: LSAT just Sudoku? <laughs> I'm guessing. <laughs> it must be. Uh, but yeah, so Eliza was a pre law student at this time. But like, she's just like clearly like so ready. Like Eliza should have been the caller for the. The, the um, I know why the, it, Scout was the caller in the first one because of her leg, and like it was not it was not safe to like right. have her be blindfolded. Like that's like, I'm so glad Scout was the caller because I was like the way people got beat the fuck up in that challenge. Um, but Eliza here makes a lot of sense. She's and she also has the passion to stay out of tribal because she's just been blindsided uh, by her own ally. Um, and meanwhile the men, someone gets called the Knucklehead. I don't know who calls who a knucklehead. I think Brady calls someone a knucklehead. I mean, even Jeff is like,
1: Jeff is like being really shady Mm -hmm. the whole time. So like,
0: well, he didn't get to be
1: shady during the reward challenge. So, (laughs) well, yeah, he saved it all up for this. (laughs)
0: He's like, this next one's a doozy. They're really going to suck at this. Um, But like, Eliza does a good job, but they do, the women aren't perfect here. There's like a part where like, Eliza starts talking to Leanne directly and then the rest of the women just like start doing their own thing which is like not a but it's not like a bad waste it's not like a waste of time like if someone if if you're dealt if one of two people are talking the rest of people could at least like try to make some progress whereas the men it's like not even like one of like someone's talking to Rory and everyone else is trying Mm -hmm. to figure stuff out they're just like all yelling at each other um I mean in the blindfold challenge Rory was like for some reason like yelling like as Sarge was trying to yell so it is kind of some karma for him (laughs) like
2: I think the, yeah, and I think with the with the girl side it, it makes sense like doing one person talking to one person especially I think at that point they had all the colors. It was just a matter of like flipping two symbols.
0: So it's mm-hmm. like you only know,
2: need one other person for that. Have, have Scout go sit down or something like that.
0: Let us <laughs> take like a breather. Like
2: I also love the editing for the guy side. It's like the girls gets like this Michael Bay action soundtrack, like going on, like as Eliza's calling. And then you have like the Kangaroo jack credits the song going on for the guys as they're calling each other Knuckleshead. It's like like bouncing music, boing boing, boing, like Australia. like, what's going on?
0: <laughs> this is insane. <laughs> like and you know the, again the women do have a little moment but I did not note that Eli- Amy was like everyone listen to Eliza and I was like yes queen <laughs> delegate
2: <laughs> yeah Amy was definitely my favorite at this point in the competition for sure mm-hmm.
0: that, yeah. she's she's you know determined and powerful in this challenge and like all the women are they came to win and like the men needed to win i think more than the women <laughs> yeah. um i mean the women were in a bad spot you know they had some chaos but like they came into it like right you know Again, united, they can, the men were the very bickering. individual the women keep the bickering for the camp they keep it mm-hmm. out of the challenge. <laughs> And they get a big celebration. They they solve it pretty quickly, and like they, you know, they had to fix a couple things. And then they win. Big celebration from you, sir. You know, this would have been an in- it. Would have been interesting to see a tribal play out at this point, like straight after, um, you know, back to back, Mia, uh, Dolly, Mia blindside. It would have been interesting to see what would have happened here, like if they had to, but like, kind of be broken out of this kumbaya right away. Um, but we do get to see the men back in tribal, which isn't the most exciting, you know, this is a fun episode, but you know, the tribal is probably, I think the least interesting part of it.
2: Yeah, I, yeah.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Let's not sugarcoat it. It's not that exciting of a vote.
2: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. it was interesting. I think the only interesting thing in the tribal council was like, Jeff was like, Rory, I'm surprised they made you the caller. I was like, okay, that was, Jeff,
0: what? (laughs) Jeff probes shady moments. I know, you like
2: woke up in a bad mood that day.
1: (laughs) Yeah, he also says, uh, Rory, you got zero respect today. And then you were leading the tribe, which is odd to me.
2: Oh, my God.
0: oh. Nice. yeah and like this kind of so we cu- go to the like pre-tribal section oh, and, yeah, like, i guess R- yeah well, <laughs> we do have to talk about the men actually talking i guess allegedly but, like, <laughs> allegedly um rory does like take responsibility for the challenge going poorly and i'm kind of like it's not wasn't it really his fault like i feel like that's good good on him for being like you know you know sorry guys you know and in his confessional i think he says something but it's like no that's like it's not your fault. People don't respect you, like and don't like want to listen to you, and we're talking over you and calling each other knuckleheads.
2: Yeah, it was very like, like why? Are, why are we cutting that? Everybody likes blaming Rory. I think there was one person that was like, no, no, it was all of us guys. Mm-hmm. Like, this is a very weird like. Where he was like, yeah, it was Rory, and I was like, oh.
0: Yeah, and like and like again, like if you're Rory's spot, like that sucks. And like, I'm really, I wish we could have seen them like discussion about why they picked Rory. Like, we don't get to see, like, what factored into that. But it is, like, j- I'll give Jeff credit. It is an interesting choice to, like, pick a per- the person who you clearly, like, have designated as being on the odds. Maybe Rory was like, I really want to do it. And maybe they were trying to, like, maybe set him up for, I don't know. Like, it's just, it is just say- it's an interesting choice.
2: I can't remember if I'm making this up. Did they say Rory was good at puzzles and passing? Oh, that's
0: why, yeah. Them?
2: So maybe they didn't think of it more of the leadership thing, more like he could get, like, the bird's eye view on the puzzle and since he's mm-hmm. good at it. At least that was, like, my kind of
0: thought was. No, that was definitely it then, which makes sense. But, like, if you're not going to listen to the guy who's good at puzzles, like, what? Could right. is the don't guy who's me. good at puzzles?
2: Exactly.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. And, but, I mean, who else would you have assigned besides Rory to be the caller for that challenge? Like. I mean, yeah, Sarge just would have been screaming. I mean, I think we already saw how it goes when Sarge <laughs> calls for challenge. We don't need that again.
0: <laughs> but. Like, yeah. So know. maybe it was their best bet. <laughs> So so, Bubba, yeah, Bubba tells John Kay that he's, like, Rory's still in the game because he's good at puzzles. And he's, like, Bubba's, like, dude, John, vote Brady out. Like, if you don't vote Brady out, you're just going to alienate yourself. This is, like, like, Bubba's giving him the right move. He's, like, it's happening. Just ingratiate yourself with the majority and, like, see if something might change. And then Bubba's, like who do you think's the leader of the older men? And John Kay's like, you? Like, he thinks, Bubba, like, <laughs> <laughs> he's like, Bubba? Yeah. Like, Bubba's the leader?
1: <laughs> John, he really doesn't know what's going on. I wrote, no. he, asked, he asked Bubba, what does your group have to offer? As if they don't have a majority of the vote. <laughs> like, dude, you just
0: like, what's not making sense here?
1: Like this is this should be going
2: the conversation should be happening the other way. Like what?
0: Yeah, like what, Why should I save you? Like why should I be aligned with you? Like yeah, John. John approaches this. This is like the second time we've seen someone approach a conversation with Bubba very weirdly. It was like it was John P who's like really weird, like hostile with Bubba. Like I think it was episode two. Like instead of being like trying to get into the majority, he's basically just like fuck you. Like why are you doing this? And then we have John K here being like. Not even knowing who's in control, like and like oh. acting like the the he's like approaching the majority. Like it sucks, but you, you have to suck up to the majority. That's how it works. Yeah, John just he he's not
1: he plays this game as if he's above everything that's going on, mm-hmm. and he doesn't have any like situational awareness about his position in the tribe. I think he just thinks you know, oh, I'm a I'm a young stud. I can do whatever I want to. Mm.
0: And, like, it's, this is a very old-school mentality, definitely. Like, it's, like, you have to remember, like, when this was airing. And, like, yeah, like, this was still, like, the idea of, like, the young, strong men getting voted out early. Like, wasn't, that didn't happen as much. Like, we had seen a few uh, notable expect- exceptions. So, you kind of get, you know, the young guys are caught off guard. But, dude, this has been happening. This is now, like, this is now the third tribal you're going to and you're being told young guys are getting targeted. You have to assume that, like, you, it, you being young and strong, do, these guys do not care
1: yeah well,
0: playing strategically it's
1: i don't know because it's there's something there's something there to me about um you know people love to talk about especially like more recently about how you know like race shouldn't matter on survivor blah, blah 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 right when and just put it all on the physicality and in some ways like jeff even like tries to reinforce that in this episode when he you know sort of in his little post-mortem on tribal he says something about like they're voting people out based on the individual part of the game. Um when it you know, they're voting people up based on their social alliances, right? Mm. Like it's just not it's not about the physical. Especially today where both of these were mental challenges.
0: Yeah. Like, like what what did John Kay offer like John Kay and Brady offer in these challenges?
1: Absolutely nothing. <laughs> not a thing.
0: Like, it's just like they're the younger men on this tribe are just completely unable to like roll with the punches and again like very that's a very old school issue <laughs> like people's like people so often like get on the bottom and are just like fuck you I don't know what to do like people weren't as like I think like I'm speaking broadly but like I can think of a few examples of of times like people have been on the bottom it just been like well I'm on the bottom like I'm just gonna be kind of like pissed and like you know Hope can win challenges and or swap or make them merge and it's like if he like had better if if like Brady and John Kay had better awareness of the dynamics of the men's alliance, they maybe could have had like as to why they're aligned, like who feels kind of like there's the obvious conflict between Sergeant Rory and they try to exploit that, but it's not enough because like you're not they're not making a pitch to them as to why they should stick around.
1: Right? No, Brady because Brady was definitely like campaigning against Rory earlier on but he wasn't he wasn't doing it to the right people you know he mm-hmm. should have really been trying to get them to turn on Rory as opposed to just complaining about Rory
0: mhm
1: but well.
0: yeah and like yeah john just completely <laughs> this this <laughs> conversation with baba could have been an opportunity to like okay I, brady's gone see a brady but like baba's holding out like his hand and being like, I will, I'm going to give you an option to like, maybe save yourself in the future. And John K just doesn't, he does ultimately vote Brady out. Um, this is, you know, this isn't a, un- this is a unanimous vote, but the fact that like, he has to be kind of like told point blank, like he wasn't even considering the fact of like, just let him go and like, try to play individually and like weasel your way in. Yeah. So Chris, Uh. so yeah, Chris, like, again, is, doing a lot of reassuring Rory um last episode or like at the start of this episode and here he's like everything's okay but Rory is still scared that Sarge is gonna turn on him and for good reason like the way Sarge talks about Rory is like r- really rough like he like we see uh, Sarge talk about like he's like I don't want Brady going because he's a good work partner like <laughs> like <laughs> I, what does that mean That
1: <laughs> uh, sounds
0: a little he's, gay I gotta say <laughs> no, like, <laughs> like, still I'm still like, glad you area. said it <laughs> no it's just like he's like and then he starts goes on to say something even more like interesting he says Rory's a bad seed um oh, which is really loaded and like it's just like this language to like be like Rory's just bad like he's like it's, like, sometimes people answer our call, like, people, like, cancers and stuff. And that's always just, like, it's just, like, really loaded language. Just be like, you just don't like someone. Like. You
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. just butt heads. He's not a bad person. And mm-hmm. i like, find the butt heads with somebody, but, like, he's not a bad seed.
0: And, like, from Sarge's perspective, like, Rory's, like, trying to work with him. Like, Rory, despite all this conflict, Rory is loyal to him. And so for him to start to be, like, Rory's a bad seed, it's, like, this despite the fact that you like berate this dude for going on walks he's still like like it would seems like it would be very easy from an outside perspective to like hypothetically get someone to turn on sarge who's like playing super hard and like delegating tasks and like giving people shit but like rory won't would i Rory? i don't think maybe that was something that came up but as far as we see that's not even something like rory considers like he doesn't consider flipping on sarge it's like why is sarge like so determined to be like fuck this dude i'm gonna keep around this guy this like young buck who i'm convinced is like gonna be my like workout buddy and like we'll like we'll like work on the shelter for hours together
2: yeah maybe maybe from a perspective i can see like since like the other young guys don't really i don't know they don't they just don't get it. Maybe Sarge sees an opportunity to just see, like, oh, this person, I can tell them to vote how I want. And then they will it's because, like, mm-hmm. they don't really get what's going on in camp. So I can kind of steer it that way. Whereas Rory has more independence a little bit than the other guys. So I can see it. Yeah. That.
0: yeah. yeah to Sarge's credit, he could be thinking, like, this person's already butting heads with me. Like, yeah, he's with me now. But down the line, he might not vote with me. Whereas Brady's, like, not playing that hard and just wants to stick around.
1: Yeah. We don't get Sar- a lot of like confessionals from Sarge about his strategy, do we? No. This e- definitely not this episode, but in mm-hmm. past episodes I don't remember much from him. He's pretty they mostly just show him in camp life, from what I mm-hmm. remember. Yeah, so
2: yeah. You could just say that instead of calling people bad seeds, but whatever. Whatever whatever you gotta do, Sarge, I guess.
0: <laughs> I feel like this is often a Sarge hate podcast. I just like, he just like really, he's a great character, like a great in this this, this uh, pre-merge so far, you know, his conflict with Rory. Is, it's like, it is the heart of what's going on in the men's tribe right now. But God, if I were on season survivor with someone like Sarge, I would lose it.
2: it would <laughs> if I was on a season survivor and someone introduced them to me as themselves to me as Sarge I would just be like I already know I, I know where we're going
0: I'm like I'm gonna go hang out with Bubba <laughs> like
2: you call yourself Sarge like it's I gotta get out of here
0: like yeah we don't really see like did he just like introduce you like I'm Sarge or was it like they're like oh he's a drill surgeon, let's call him Sarge I have to imagine he was like call me Sarge
2: mm-hmm. oh absolutely uh, yeah. Uh, yeah he was he was talking with his wife for weeks before Go <laughs> Survivor, probably, and was like, what should my nickname be? I need a cool nickname. <laughs> Sarge. Did it, Sarge.
1: I, I wonder what Sarge's like audition video was like.
0: Mm, probably just him yelling. <laughs> yeah.
1: Telling his kids to do push-ups or something. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So yeah, this is a pretty straightforward vote. Um, There's a little, this little conflict about like, will Sarge turn on Rory? But as we saw last time, no, he's not going to because he still has the numbers. Why would he do that? Um, Even if he's annoyed with Rory. That might be something we would see in a more recent season of Survivor. where Someone's like, you know, I'm thinking about like 10 rounds down the line. Me and this person might have conflicts. I'm going to take them out now. It, you know, there's a lot of talk in this tribal about playing the individual game, but like, yes, they're playing the individual game, like the older men, which duh, they should, but there's still like, not to the point where people are ready to like make a big move on their own Alliance. That's just not mm-hmm. going to happen here. Uh, so yeah, then this is wow. where we, we'd already talked about Jeff being like, so Rory, tell me about everyone hating you and disrespecting you. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, that's interesting to me. Like, it makes sense. Like, I get why Jeff asked that, because it's like, it is an interesting choice, but, it, again, I feel bad for Rory. I do. I know. It
2: just feels like the Rory bullying shows in the past <laughs> few episodes, and I'm just like, he's a, he's a nice guy.
0: Mm-hmm. What do we have he's to just do to like- get
1: Rory back on Survivor? Like... <laughs>
0: we okay captain season with Rory and Lisa i'm, oh, I'm proposing God. different wow. captain seasons last time it was <laughs> zoe and lisa zoe's and from our cases and lisa are captains and now it's rory and lisa are captains um i'll just do an infinite number of britain steals where uh, lisa is present <laughs> <laughs> a season of lisas yes yes a season of lisas
1: <laughs> we could we could put like a hidden lisa welchel in there
0: yes yes are there any other survivor lisas i think those are the only two we can put Lisi in. Four- Lisi, yeah, we'll throw Lisi in there. Why not? Yeah, I think those I are.
1: We can get Lisa.
2: That's close. <laughs> I just googled how many Lises have been on Survivor. Like, I was gonna get an actual answer. <laughs> I was <hoping laughs> the best.
0: Yeah, no, I think that I think it's this Lisa and Lisa Welchel, and then we can go for Lisi, Lisa um yeah we've got a good cast to pull from we'll have to again have quite a few re- repeats but i think we can fill one out <laughs> <laughs> so yeah not a super interesting tribal uh, other than jeff like really dragging them for playing an individual game individual game i wrote this is boring because it's just yeah. like a dynamic like there's interesting dynamics at play in the men's tribe but it's not the vote is never interesting (laughs) like at this point it's like the first one was interesting and then like last with with you know the um i already forgot brooke's name with brooke going (laughs) that was interesting and but then last episode in this episode it's just kind of like all right we gotta sacrifice our young man (laughs) um but then rory catches a vote again okay rory has caught a vote at every tribal he's been to so far which is just like
1: brady loves to vote for rory
0: um, he was the first one. That's all one. we have to say. Yep. He was the first one. He voted Rory at the first uh, first tribal council for no clear reason whatsoever. We can maybe well, <laughs> infer why, but you know why. But uh, it's a simple six-one uh, Brady Rory vote, and our, our resident Fed is is ousted. He is sent back to the academy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and- they really
2: defunded him.
1: God.
0: <laughs> Let me see what he's up to. I'm going to look up Brady Finca. What a name. Oh, I found his LinkedIn. He's a senior manager. Okay, so he was a supervisory special agent. Oh, he just retired at the FBI this January.
1: Oh, good riddance.
0: Good riddance. He's you know, he's working as a senior manager of global security operations for a golf company. Um oh, yeah.
2: <laughs> We're getting in oil now. Um Copta <laughs> <to> oil pipeline.
0: <laughs> oh, do you say did you say oil?
2: Yeah. Well golf s- Golf? Oh, Gulf, uh,
0: G-O-L-F. oh I thought you
1: said G U L F.
2: I thought you said G U L F too, like the Gulf of Mexico. Okay. Was- okay. All right. I almost was just
0: like, I was just like, let that go, and then I was like, wait a <laughs> second. <laughs> no, okay. yeah, he works for a golf company now. Okay. Well, <laughs> Glad we established that. Oh, uh, Brady! Brady did not do any in-person television interviews after being voted out, as he was forbidden to do so by the FBI due to sensitive oh. work obligations at the time.
2: Damn. I'm, I'm surprised he even went. Honestly,
0: that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Like, he must not have been doing anything that important. Right.
2: Yeah, sitting on a desk.
0: I Yeah,
1: I would believe that he was, all, like, a sore loser about being on. It was just like, I can't, because my job. <laughs> and that's it.
0: Oh, uh, yeah. So, yeah, he's no longer an FBI agent as of this January. Um, but his final words, I wrote down his final words. He just said, well, how much did that suck? Can't help but feel like a bit of a loser in the back of my mind. I'm hoping it was one of those things where they said, Brady is one of those guys that if he makes it to the merge, he's going to kick my ass. So uh, I will take a little self of that self-encouragement along with me. So he's, (laughs) I'm like, I guess that's why they voted him out. But it's also like, they also voted him out because he wasn't very good at like maneuvering (laughs) in the game. I mean, I have to, I have to agree with him
1: for once that he is a bit of a loser. <laughs> That's all I have. You really?
0: Oh, if Brady hears this, he's gonna be pissed. I don't think there's no chance. Hey, for Let me this. lock my doors.
2: It's just Charlie and Brady watching this, like listening to this together, like rubbing their hands together, mad. Like, oh, we're gonna get them.
0: <laughs> so yeah, do we have anything? We've kind of we've been dragging. Pretty a bit uh do we have anything to send him off with any any eulogy any any kind words
1: um my post-mortem on him i wrote down go on girl give us nothing
2: i do like that i i will give him that i do like that he
1: tried fishing good for him yes yes Yes. He he was yep and it was really funny when the coconut fell on his head that was good
0: that was good okay yeah so so Brady you know we have some notes um if you ever go back on survivor just get hit in the head with a, a few more coconuts and maybe you'll be fan favorite
1: maybe that'll fix your social game
0: <laughs> oh yeah so yeah we are now let now John Kay is our final young man left um the last young man standing the mechanical bowl rider um and he does just take Bubba's advice and just invoke. Brady out because there's absolutely no reason to vote in the minority here um so we'll see what happens to our to young John as they called him um in the last episode now that he is the last little boy standing <laughs> um, do we have any other any other wrap-up thoughts on this episode it was a fun episode and then we like just the, the men like are not yeah, yeah not right.
2: it's like like happy episode was just like very good yes you're tried moments and then you know the men are on and I'm confused and I want it to stop so, <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah I don't have much else on anything from this episode it was definitely I mean it was, there were some fun moments especially with the women but the men are just not there
0: yeah like my thing with Spanawato I always say it's like it's all about the journey. It is like as a whole, this is an incredible season and there are great episodes in it, but then there are also like, an episode like, this one where it's like the boot is not interesting at all. Like, and, but if you like keep, if you're tr- tracking these storylines, it's still interesting. Like if you're yes. tracking like the Sarge and Rory of it all, like this, we're still getting like some continuation of, of these dynamics and like, there's still interesting stuff happening and like, Again, your sir continues to be the much more interesting tribe. Like even though they do not go to tribal, we are getting to see a lot of them, them and their personalities. And like that fight at the beginning of the episode is like the highlight of the episode yep. for me. Yep. <laughs> And we stand, Lisa in her Christian uh, contemporary music. Also, like, Lisa's <laughs> accent really jumped out for me in this episode. Like, her sure, accent to me was, like, the main character. She's from New Orleans or she's from, like, Louisiana. And I was, like, really very aware of that this episode. So I'd like to shout out Lisa's uh, accent. It was the main character of the episode for me. <laughs> so... You yeah. look like you're thinking Michael.
1: <laughs> I no, I was just thinking about Lisa. I mean, you know,
0: <laughs> I'm you gay, should. that's what I do. <laughs> Deep in thought about uh about Lisa. Our queen. Our queen. Our <laughs> queen of backup plans and singing and uh, matching objects. Uh, so yeah, that was episode four of Survivor and to to. Again, not one of my favorite episodes of the season, but we still found a lot to love about it. Um, Brady's gone, so there there's that too. Um I'll be back. Before we do our plugs, I'll be back next week to talk about. I should have looked up the title before I started talking. Episode five of Survivor Vanuatu, which is called Earthquakes and Shakeups, which I'm very excited about. It's a it's a fun. We're getting we're getting back into some really fun ones next week. So yeah, sorry you guys came remember, on for one of the yeah. for one of the quieter episodes, but oh, we still got to so talk fun. about the of all. <laughs> so, um, before we wrap up, I will ask you both to tell people where to find you. Um, anything you want to plug and. I'm instituting a new policy after you plug whatever you want to plug um, in honor of Amy um, plugging at the end of the pride has spoken recently. She plugged growing a garden. I would like um, every, all my guests to plug some sort of like self care, you know, non like pluggy thing, like something nice you can do. It's a recommendation. Um, no pressure. it can't think of one, but that's what I like to encourage. So whoever wants to go first with their socials and plugs and, the, their version of growing a garden. Go for it. I guess I'll go first. Um, I
1: can be found on everywhere. I want to be found as gas, yes Michael. Yes. Um, I don't, I mean, I'm on Instagram and Twitter. Um, I don't tweet too much, but I am always lurking. Um, so follow me there. Um, I guess, look me up on Google scholar. If you want to read my academic work. Um, other than that, I don't have anything to plug and my, um, except I'm going to plug um going out and walking around your neighborhood and just like really taking the time to like look at the houses on one side of the street that's something i've been trying to do is just like walk down one side of the street that i haven't walked on before and just like intentionally like look at all the different houses and take in like the experience of them i find it really calming
0: I like that
2: um, so, I can be found on Twitter. Uh, my ad is BoringWhiteDad. <laughs> <If> you, um, <laughs> uh, I tweet just mainly about video games a lot and, you know, reality TV and all that fun stuff. It's a lot, so no pressure to follow me. Um, in terms of what else I want to plug, yes, I'm on Google Scholar. My citations <laughs> are probably a lot lower than Michael's, so we got to get those numbers up. Please, you know, cite me. Um, <laughs> about structural biology if needed and then i guess you know in kind of the same vein my own version of uh you know growing a garden is like i love just you know putting like it'll be like nine o'clock or i love just like walking to the gas station just to get like just to get like a like a gatorade zero or something and just like vibe out it's just like nothing is like better than just like a short gas gas station walk it's like a very intimate experience to wind down the day
0: Oh we are we are the same we are the I love same in really... in Quebec in Quebec we would call it like going to the dep um the corner stores in Quebec are called a uh, depeners uh depeners. Um. Um. It's like that's like I love to go to the depth and like yeah. get a Gatorade and like exactly. Back what I,
2: mean. I go down, I get a Gatorade and I get my M and M's before I come back and play video games for the rest of
0: the oh night. fuck yeah. Um. So yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at xteen underscore files, and I never do Instagram. I I also have an Instagram at the xteen files. I don't post there as much. Um. You can listen to my other podcast, the Shout Out Play Games, uh, where I talk about gay anime with uh, Derek Raining. We're not doing too much this summer because. We're, I'm busy with this and he's busy with uh, Bitter Jurors and Survivor Otter Creek. Um, you should listen to Bitter Jurors and Survivor Otter Creek. Bitter Jurors is doing Legend of Korra this summer and Survivor Otter Creek is really cool. As I mentioned, uh, season of Fanmade Survivor from 2004 that's being released in full for the first time. And they're doing exit interviews with the people who played in 2004. It's super cool. Um, so check out, yes, uh, Bitter Jurors and Otter Creek. Um, and now you can read my writing about Survivor on Inside Survivor. And then my growing garden um, thing, it's like not as calming, but I think it's good advice. Don't talk to the cops. Um, I think all of our lives would be better if you just avoid talking to the cops. Um, and then also uh, donating to abortion funds. And I've obviously, I've seen a lot of those going around. I will try to like retweet on the account of like different like, you know, links to them. Um, also the consider donating to like bail funds. I haven't seen that as much, but like as we see more protests um, coming up, uh, bail funds are really important in doing jail support. Um, and so yeah, I guess I, I would plug um, in this moment we are meant to feel like hopeless and like like there's nothing we can do and we are all like a lot of us are feeling rightfully like failed by electoralism as we should be um, and like by systems. but um, the one thing that you can always do is help another person like materially uh, that will never fail. So like look into the ways in your community and, and outside of your community you can um, support people most affected by uh, the recent Supreme court decision and all the other fucked up things going on in the world. So help other people. That's what I'm going to plug. Don't talk to cops. Talk, don't talk, don't talk to police and help other people. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, thank you again, Josh and Michael um, have a great rest of your evenings and I will be back next week to talk about episode five of survive your brain want to. So see you then. Bye. Bye.
1: Hey.